Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I know no I one's won't. talking, but shut up. I won't. No. This is hands down. Hands fucking down. Uh-huh. It's going to be the best interview we have ever fucking done. <laughs> okay. Like, I need everyone to be quiet Sold. and let Tara talk. Tara. I, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I need to know all the things. <laughs> okay. So, obviously, Tara's on our show. Hello, Tara. Say hi to the peoples. Hi. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here, actually. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. If, if you, you can't tell, I'm super excited. Like, I don't know if I made that point very clear. That's but true. Here we are. That's true. Yeah. I'm glad you're excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> all right. So tell us, tell us where you're coming from. Tell us all the things you want to plug in right here, right now. Well, I am from Arizona. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? Your podcast. Where do you, which podcast? Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> yes. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I am the co-host of a podcast called Haunted Housewives. Um, on my own, I have an Instagram account called The Optimistic Oracle, and you can find me at the same place, www.theoptimisticoracle.com. And I am an Akashic Records consultant, as well as a spirit guide, I don't know, tour guide, if you will. But that is what I do. That is my thing. Rock on. I, I fucking love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I fucking love it so much. All right, so you said Aka- it's it's pronounced Akashic Records, correct? Akashic or Akashic, it's either Akashic, one. Akashic, okay. I, I feel like pink, pinky up when I say Akashic, you know, like... Mm, Do it, yeah, Akashic absolutely. Records. Gotta have that teacup. It's very fancy. <laughs> so... It's very fancy. Would you like to please explain to us, to us plebeians, yeah. to us peons who don't know what the Akashic Records are. Very kindly, what that is. Yes, yes, absolutely. So the Akashic Records, or the Akashic Records, are basically a, it's like a data storehouse. So think of it like, you know, your computer's memory drive, right? So everything you use or you do within your computer is stored there. It's saved there, right? Forever and ever and ever until you come back to it again. So basically that's what the Akashic Records are. It's a, it's a storehouse of everything you've ever done in any life you've ever lived from the beginning of your conception as a soul until you choose, you know, to dissipate into the universe or whatever we do so everything you do is all logged into this data storehouse of you and so everything has an akashic records uh or akashic record um trees have it rocks have it animals have it homes have it businesses have it so we all have access to them at any time but i kind of look at them like um uh like the human resources department of the universe because they kind of take orders from source energy and then they dish it out to everybody else that needs to know it. So they're very interesting. They're very organized, um, but they are available to us at all times. I know you look mind blown already. <laughs> it's just it's just so much to unpack. I'm just kind of like, where do we even start? How do I even break this down for the listeners? Like, it's just, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Like, that's just all you it need is. to know. It is. And so basically how you would use them to simplify it is if you want um, any kind of direction or help or anything like that within your life, let's say, you know, you are making 
a choice to leave this job that you've been at for like 23 years, okay? 15 years. And it's a huge move because it's like the only real job you've ever had. And you're like, fuck, what am I going to do? You know, I just feel like I've grown out of this. I, I feel pulled to do other things, you know, but I, I have this job I've been at forever. Like, what do I do? I just kind of feel conflicted and all these things. So what we would do is we would access your Akashic Records and we would work through that. Why do you feel this way? What's holding you back? You know, and it's it's really an open dialogue between you and your record keepers. And they help you process out, you know, your subconscious thoughts and fears and anything that comes up. And they, they tie it sometimes back to past lives or things like that. But they're there to help you navigate your life in a really positive way. Um, and they're always really encouraging. They kind of give you a little tough love sometimes, but they're really, really neat. And if you've ever worked with, um, you know, the angelic realm or any kind of spirit guide or anything like that, they're kind of in the same capacity. Like they, they want to uplift you and guide you and help you along. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, they're, they're pretty interesting. They're very vast. They're very ancient. Um, they've been around a long time, so they have pretty much all the answers, but their main focus is bringing you back to you. So even though they sound really chaotic and complicated, they're not. They, their main focus is you and helping you reestablish who you are and where you need to be and finding that stability within yourself. That's really it. I am, I am moved. I am just, I am just like, I'm so sold. Like, I, I, you like come to be like, oh yeah, like here's a piece of spaghetti. Let me tell you all about it. And I'm like, yes, I'm sold. Like you're like a sales pitch. I love it. Tell me about oh, the spaghetti. God, <laughs> more spaghetti. So you, so basically kind of like the way you described it is that you were like a conduit. Like you are kind of like a, um, the messenger between the Akashic records and I guess anybody who wants to come to you and like, and have you access the records and relay the information. So absolutely break down for me how the hell you do it. How do you, how do you get there? How do you, how do you Akashic records? Like, how do you access it? How do you, what, like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. So basically as a human being, we vibrate on certain frequencies, different, certain energy level. And so when you work within the spiritual realm, um, you have to change and shift your energy vibration. So when I work within the Akashic, within the Akashic records, I have to raise my vibration. So it's like taking the elevator up to the top level, right? You can kind of feel that in your stomach. You kind of feel like you're disengaging from the ground. You know, you're moving. For me, that's how it feels. It feels like I'm, I'm embarking on an, on an energy elevator. So once I get to that space, I kind of get the okay from them. Like you've made it to the floor. So I open up and I'll let you know that your records are now open and it's okay for you to go ahead and ask your questions. So before sessions, I send out kind of like a little welcome packet and it allows you to kind of, you know, word your questions in an open format, because this is a conversation between your records and yourself. And so it's just, it's, it's supposed to be open so that they can, uh, answer it that way. So it, it segues into other questions or, you know, other parts of conversation, but that's pretty much it. So we just kind of meet in the middle, um, and then we'll open your records and we'll get going. So any questions you have, you present them to me 
and then I receive the information and relay it to you. And I'm kind of like the operator, you know, you're like the old tiny ones where you're kind of plugging it in here and there. That's kind of how I feel when I work within that, within the records, because sometimes it's one or two of your record keepers. And sometimes it's, you know, um, we call them masters, teachers, and loved ones. So it could be family members kind of tuning in and throwing things out there for you. So it's a lot, it encompasses quite a bit. But it's a it's it's really interesting. It's really neat, and I'm nosy as fuck. So <laughs> I like to just go into everybody's business. So <laughs> this is like a perfect job for you, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's it's neat when they take us back into like past life stuff because I think a lot of times the Akashic records are linked a lot to past lives, which. Honestly, I haven't gone that far back in people's past lives very often. They they like to stay very current because sometimes it's not relevant to go backwards. Um, but sometimes we carry things over. So that makes it really interesting when you get to kind of see who these people were way back when and how they've kind of carried this trait with them all this way. So that's why I like being nosy because I'm like, ooh, check this out. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? And they're like, holy fuck, that totally makes sense to me. Whoa. And what's weird, I love that. So it's neat. It's a really interesting experience. And every every time we access the records, it's always different. So it's never like a structure, you know, getting into the records is is you know, a routine kind of sort of, but what happens once we're in there is who knows. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I got a couple of questions just real quick. So yes. first off, like this, this might be completely off base and that's totally fine. If it is, I'm very ignorant no. here. Um, no. When no. someone uses tarot cards, are they connecting with that since it is kind of like the, the thing that's there? Like how's that's a really great question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we have, think of it almost like the food pyramid, okay? Okay. So you have different levels of things you need, right? So when, that was a really weird example, but. That was great. Whatever. It's like a tier. So you have us, and then you have your spirit guides, you have your angels, you have the Akashic records, you have source, right? So everything comes from above the top tier okay. and it comes through the rest and into us. So you're connecting to your higher self, your higher self is in there and then your spirit guides and then your angelic realm. And then, so they're all, it's all the same energy. It's just a different hierarchies. And so we have the ability to access those things while you're using the tarot. And the reason for that is, is because you have tuned out the, the, muggle world kind yeah. of and you've allowed that silence to come in and when we are in that space of silence we are more willing to be accepting to our higher selves which brings in all that information from source and spirit so yeah when you use tarot it's it's you talking to you and you're receiving the information that you need so yeah absolutely okay rock on 100 percent when you yeah. when you say when you when you said that sometimes they're like just brutally honest with you or sometimes they yes. give you tough love, I was just like the fucking tarot cards. <laughs> like I'm like screw them. I'm like I know exactly what that's talking about. Like sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm gonna ask this question, and I get the devil, and I'm like, yep. ouch, you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's a redirect. It's a redirect. And they're supposed to, that's the whole idea is that if you're on, you know, a path, you know, you don't feel good about, you don't want to do, you're just doing it to just do it, you know, because you think you're expected to, they will redirect you. They will kind of be like, hey, go this way. <laughs> we love you. You're not supposed to be, well, not, not that you're not supposed to be here, but this really doesn't resonate with you anymore. This doesn't, this isn't who you are. This doesn't encompass you. Why don't we look at something else? Let's look this way and see how we can get you on the right track. So it's never that you're doing something wrong ever. They will never, ever, ever speak to you like that. Nothing in the spiritual realm will ever talk down to you. They will never be mean to you. And if you ever hear that, it's your own ego mind. So just so you know that they are always really loving. So they're like, Hey, mm, let's try something else. Let's, let's try this thing because this isn't really where you need to be anymore. That was good then, but maybe not so much now. So they'll kind of word it in a way that's, you know, helpful and not like you fucked up up so bad. Like, what are you even doing? Like, that's us. That's us talking to ourselves for sure. (laughs) Okay. All right, cool. So second follow-up question, sort of kind of calling back to what you were talking about. So like, We've all heard stories of, like, little kids, or if you haven't heard stories, you need to expand your horizons, about little kids who are like, hey, so (laughs) this is how I died. Like, if they're looking at water or, like, big bodies of water or something. Um, Are those people who, like, can remember little bits of, like, little things that are like, okay, that's weird that the kid, like, has that. Could that be people who are more in tune with the Akashic Records and just, like, remember their past Mm -hmm. lives? Is that a thing? 100%. 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. Yowzers. Yeah, they had a very quick turnaround. And when I say turnaround, I mean, it could be like centuries. But for them, because they are so new into this dimension or whatever we want to call it, it's very fresh. And some that's why children are more apt to see spirit or, you know, they tell you weird things like that. But because it's new to them, I mean they're fresh out. <laughs> they spent time there. That's, that's where they were. So it's, it's not abnormal to have children tell you things about a life that they've lived because it's, it's still relevant to them. So when they do things like that, it's, it's pretty quick for them to come back. <laughs> that makes sense. And sometimes that's what they've chosen for themselves. So. Huh. Yeah. We all choose we have a game plan before we come here. <laughs> That's super dope. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's a lot. <laughs> Sorry, did you have another question? No, that was my two questions that have popped up in just the, the last like 10 minutes. Short okay. time. Yeah, kids say weird, scary things sometimes. They say yeah. the weirdest fucking Absolutely. things. No kids. Mm-hmm. I can't handle it. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Mommy, why is, that th- why is there a man standing in the corner? We're fucking leaving. We, I don't want to know. We're going. <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we're moving. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, all right. So we got the Akashic Records. We got you doing this. We got we got the whole... We're, get, we're, we're building what this is about. So, were you like speaking of kids were you born with this ability like when did this when did you come up like when were you like this is what it is or were you one of those kids that was like mommy who's standing in the corner over there? Like, like when when <laughs> when did this kind of come about for you yeah so the cool thing about it is that it's not selective to just one person 
we this isn't actually a gift. We are all able to do this. We can all access our own records. We can all access, you know, our spirit guides and our angels and anything else we want to talk to. We have free access to that. It's a matter of almost kind of training ourselves to get there by working on our, you know, our five senses on steroids, which are called the clairs. And so when we can practice that and when we can get into those spaces, we can all access them. So it's not significant to one person or another. They're just easily tuned into those things already. Um, But it is learnable. So anybody can do it. But yeah, I think I was a little bit more of a sensitive kid. Um, My mom was sensitive. My grandma was sensitive. And so I think being around them and having that, that connection with them kind of made me a little bit more in tune to things. Um, I did grow up uh, in the church and religious. And so it, it kind of gave me the foundation, even though what I'm doing is almost is frowned upon (laughs) because, you know, it's, it's not really an acceptable thing, which also made it more difficult for me later on to be like, yeah, this is what I'm doing because there was so much, budding of rules and what I had learned there and what I'm trying to do now. So it was a little bit difficult, but yeah, I think I would say probably within the last four to five years, I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like I just shifted into this space and I'm like, Ooh, I'm hearing things. Am I going crazy? Like what is going on? And when I really, I mean, it freaked me out. And when I really sat down with it, cause I'm like, what is going on? Like, I think I'm losing my mind. It was, it's, it, it was different. Like what I was hearing and how I was experiencing things was, um, um, it was correctable. So if I would hear like, you know, when you walk into a restaurant and you hear people talking, but you don't really know what they're saying. It's just kind of that, that murmur, that mumble of voices, you know, that's kind of what it sounds like to me sometimes. And so I'm like, too loud. It's way too loud. I'm like, what is going on? And that's kind of how it started. And then I would pick up singular things and then I would just be doing things and I would get this shit in my head, you know, like a thought, you know, it'd be like a a little playback movie. I'm like, wait a minute, that's weird. What is that? So it kind of led me into like a self-exploration kind of, because I needed to know what was going on. And I kind of had a feeling I knew, but I was like, okay, I need to weed out. Am I, am I, having schizophrenia or is this like a real thing? Cause schizophrenia does run in my family. And so I'm like, Oh my God, am I losing it? Like for real? Like what is going on? So I really had to kind of figure out, you know, what was real and what was in my head. So that's kind of where we were with that. But at once I f- stepped into it, I was like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Like I can do this. This is neat. And the more I really sat with it and became more comfortable with it, the more I was like, awesome. Let's try, let's do this. I, I want to get into this. I, I really want to make this my focus, but it started with me. So I wasn't like talking to people in the grocery store, like, Hey, your grandma wants to talk to you. So that, <laughs> like, no, <laughs> fuck no, 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 no. So I kind of did it more for myself and I did it more as like, you know, a personal growth kind of thing to help me weed through some things, which was awesome. So if 
I would highly recommend that <laughs> for anybody. So even like using the tarot cards or the oracle cards, that's where I started because I was like, cool, this is a visual representation of what I am seeing or feeling at the time or these things that are kind of coming through. And so I could lay them down and I could see them. And then after a while, they were like, let's take the cards away and see what happens. Because you're doing this, you're just kind of using the cards as a crutch, and you need to not do that. And so let's let's take them away and see what happens. And I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> and then we just kind of built on that. So it really was a personal thing. And then we got a little further into like mediumship and things like that. So yeah, it was a very long winded answer. But I loved it. That's oh, no, where it was we great. Give me. <laughs> I have a question. Of course. I lost it. Um, Oops. <laughs> no, okay. All right. So I asked you, okay, uh, I asked you how you how you get there, right? So you vibrate frequency at a higher level to kind of get, get into that realm, right? Mm-hmm. What does it feel like? What, is it, what does it feel like for you? Like, and, and also, like, are you constantly in that state? No. Okay. And it, Okay. So here's the thing. When we... When you're first getting into this, it's so exciting because you're like, yeah, I can talk to dead people. This is fucking cool, right? Like I can hear shit. I can see shit. Whatever, whatever it is that you are, you know, engaged in and is exciting to you, you're excited about it and you want to be open all the time. That's bad. No, no. We don't want to do that because that does take and it requires a lot of energy from you because you you are raising your vibration to meet them. And so it can drain you and you can wear you out and it can be very overwhelming. And so you do not need to stay open all the time. It's office hours. You have to have office hours. Monday through Friday from eight to five or however you choose to do that. It's, I know it sounds funny, but it's true. You really do. Um, so no, I am not open all the time. I only use it when, like I said, when I'm working with, you know, something for myself, if I'm working with spirit specifically, or I'm using it in the records. And so when I get into the records and, and I do that, it's almost like a quick meditation. So I'll kind of, I'll breathe because breathing is really important. <laughs> and I know it's kind of a stupid thing to say, but when we breathe, we relax, we settle into ourselves. And that's really, really important. So usually when we start, I'll have you breathe with me. And so we're kind of on the same pattern and it relaxes you because when you're tensed up, you're closed off, you're closed off literally um, circulatory wise, you, you shut down everything and you clam up and it makes your energy like kind of stick in places it shouldn't be. So we want you free flowing. So you have to breathe. So breathing is an important process. So that's how it feels. So we start with breathing. I start with breathing. We just kind of settle into each breath. And then it's like things just like the curtains close and it gets quiet and it's almost as if I separate out of myself because that's what we need to do. We don't want to stay within ourselves. We kind of want to separate out of ourselves to meet spirit. We don't want to stay with our body all the time. So you kind of have that. That's why I say it almost feels like, you know, you're riding on the elevator because you have that moment where you're just like, whoop, you can feel it in your core. And that's kind of what it feels like. And then sometimes I'll get a little hot. I kind of 
sweat a lot <laughs> because it's such, it's a different frequency. It's a different vibration. So I tend to sweat. I get hot. I'll get like flushed. It's all kinds of sexy, but you know, <laughs> that's, that's how I know I'm there. <laughs> and sometimes I'll like derobe and things like that. But, um, you know, once I'm in there, it's almost like I get kind of shaky because it's just like, it's so much energy. It's like having an energy drink or five and it's just like, so it's never really like tiring for me as it is energy boosting. So afterwards I have like this jolt of energy from being in there and it's actually really, really fun. I like it. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense if you're saying that, you know, it takes more energy to get you there. It would make more sense that your body is working harder and yeah, getting hot. But it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I think it's more of like, it's more of like a metabolic thing, I think. You know, like a, you're shifting frequency. And so you you are using more energy, I think, but yeah. not in a bad way. You know? Yeah. So. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, Zoe, your turn. Okay, so everybody has their own records, right? Okay, are some people's harder to get to than others? Sometimes, but it's not me. It's you. Okay. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, some people, when we do the records, people have this... If you're not really open to those things, but you kind of are, you're a little on the skeptical side, which is totally fine. This, there's nothing wrong with that because this is different, you know, and talking to spirit is different and it's hard for some people to get their mind around and they want to. And so they are a little more closed off. So some people are easy to access because they're like, yeah, let's fucking do this. I'm Absolutely. there. But other people are like, mm, I'm going to need a little bit more. I'm going to need some stuff. And so it's almost kind of breaking through that packaging a little bit, that little breaking down the wall a little bit to get there. Um, but afterwards, you know, I think the records are really understanding of that as are any kind of spiritual being. So I think they give you the time that you deserve to kind of be like, all right, this is cool. There's, this is cool because I think people automatically assume that they're going to be judged. And I think that seems to be the common denominator a lot of times that they're they're worried. They're worried that they're going to be told that they're doing something wrong. Or, you know, it's like, I think it's really hard. And most people do. We're like, oh, shit, they're going to point out everything I've done wrong in my life. I know I'm messing this up hard, hardcore, but that's not even, they don't even give, they don't care about that. They don't care. You can't, in their eyes, you can't do anything wrong. Nothing you've done is wrong. Nothing. That's weird. So, That's such a weird you know, concept. I mean, it's kind of cool, Isn't though. it, though? It, it is. And I think that's why I like them so much. Because when I was doing mediumship for other people, and I was talking to their loved ones, I felt this tremendous pressure to get it right. Because I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering type A perfectionist. <laughs> and so I had, <laughs> I had this huge burden of trying to be right. And it kind of killed the experience for me. It really did. And so when I found the records, I found them, you know, so big and so overwhelming. And that was one of the things that they told me was, you don't have to do that. You just tell them what we're telling you. That's it. You don't have to try to, you know, tweak it 
alter it. You just relay the information as we're giving it to you. That you don't have to do anything else. That's it. We're we're doing the thing. It's it's us that's giving you the information. So if they're upset, it's because of us, not you. <laughs> you just relay it. And I was like, oh my God. It was like I needed that permission to just like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. That's that's really good to know. Because <laughs> I was like, how am I gonna do this? They just seem so bigger, so much bigger than, you know, talking to, you know, grandma. So I was just like, oh, okay. So when you're in that space with them, it's really welcoming and it's really loving um, to be in that place with them because they're like, well, you know, what do you want to do? What makes you happy? They kind of give it back to you. Like, what do you want to do? So it's a different place to be. And I think once we move outside that, that fear of being judged, it's like, oh, okay. All right. This is better. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. All right. I think I can do this. And people relax into it a little bit. So it, it makes it it's more free flowing after that. So it, it takes a little bit, but we get there. <laughs> Dope. Dope. Yeah, cool. So, the Akashic Records. So, is it, is it, I don't know, it, is it, like, is it, full stop, uh, a place, <laughs> a person, a thing, energy, like, I know you kind of said in our pre-interview, like, it was a place you went to for the first time. So, like, can you elaborate? Re- can you can you retell that account for yeah. us? Yeah. It's all of the above. I hate it. So- Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> it's all of the above. And, I, and the reason being is because they don't take form. That's us. We need to structure everything. They have to have a title. They have to have a face. They have to have a thing. They have to have a job. We we make them human, right? So in wherever they are is just a space. They are just energy, you know? And so they don't have form. So when we work with them, when I worked with them, when I started, when I met them, it they presented to me, in my mind, as very big and I was in this like big kind of cold stone like room kind of thing and they were sitting very high above me just these big magnificent beings of sort and I felt very small but that was my own projection you know that's how I interpreted them to be and so that's how they presented themselves to me in a way that I was creating them if that makes sense so they asked me specifically after they were like hey Tara how are you welcome we're glad you're here and I was like thanks fucking terrified and so (laughs) I was because I was like oh my god they're so big and I just felt so small it was like a speck of dust you know and so they're like how do you want to work with us and I'm like are you really fucking asking me that right now like who what (laughs) me you're asking me that and they're like well yeah we want this relationship with you we are so happy you're here how can we help you how do you want us to to be with you and I was like fuck well if I get to choose I want to be in some old relic of a library in Scotland or something I don't fucking know and they're like cool sold there you are there we were I was like perfect perfect excellent so anytime I meet with them that's where we are 
I can smell the books. I can sit in the old leather chairs or whatever, you know, fabric chairs. It's my space with them because they want that connection with me. They want to hold that space with me. And so they will let me have them in whatever form makes sense, which is great. Because <laughs> I'd be a mess if I had to see them in that big, cold, scary room every time. Like, oh, this isn't for me. But that's not how they work. So I was really grateful for that. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. That's terrifying. Oh my I don't God. know what you mean. That's te- fucking terrifying, <gasps> it was. bro. It, it was. It was. It was terrifying because I didn't know what to expect. And our imagination is very, very strong. And so we project these images out of what we think they're supposed to be. And so that's what they are. That's how they come. Okay, well, if that's what you want us to be, then that's what we're going to be. But we don't have to be that way. So they're kind of like, they show you what is or what could be and then bring it down to where you are. So I know that that might have sounded very confusing, but (laughs) that's kind of how they operate. Okay. So, so you, you kind of, so kind of playing, putting two and two together. You talked about the, um, the five senses on crack, the, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Claire, Claire's, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You, you talked about how you want them to present themselves to you, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, do you have like, do you see like, do you choose to see them? Do you choose to hear them? Do you choose to just like, how do you choose then from that point forward? Because you said they're huge, big, scary. So, how did you? How are you moving forward with like dealing with perceiving them? Yeah. So that's how I thought they were. Because when I first started reading about them, big, huge, and scary was how it sounded. Like the literature just made them sound like these big things. And they are. They are. Because they created things before time. You know, they are the creators of the universe and they work with source energy and they are big. And so to me, I was like, oh. But when I talk about them, now it seems almost kind of silly because we are just energy and we are an extension of them. So they are us and we are them and we're all the same thing. So it, it makes it more relatable when you think about it in that aspect. And we're like, oh, okay, well, they are us. <laughs> so, or we are them, you know what I mean? So it makes it a little bit easier to wrap your mind around so that they're not so huge and magnanimous to you. But, um, Yeah, when you work with them, they want to work with you the way that you feel good about. Because if they come to you and give you all kinds of directions and instructions, you're going to be like, fuck that. No. So when we do things with any spiritual being, whether it be, you know, your spirit guides and things like that, how you want to work with them is is okay. And you can tell them that. I don't want to see you. Because you'll scare the shit out of me. And that's that's off. That's Nope, that's off the table. No, no, no. And so they're like, cool, cool, all right. No visuals. How about in your mind? Okay, yeah. So then you'll get, you know, clairvoyance. You'll see the little pictures or images or words or something in your mind. Because that's how, you know, you like to see things. You're a visual person. You have a really good imagination. You're good at seeing things in your mind, you know, like, like memories play in your mind. That's kind of how it'll come to you. That's kind of how clairvoyance is. 
or, you know, you're a feeling person. Listen to the language that you use. I feel or I see or I hear this. If you say things like that often, you're kind of cluing into your clairs. And so I feel and I see are things that or I hear are my clairs. So I see, I hear, and I feel. So I can feel the energy change. I can feel when they're with me. And so those are how I work with them. I don't want to see them with my eyes, but I'll see them in my mind. <laughs> so they're good with it however you want to do that. There's no rules. <laughs> Only the ones you create. So it's pretty open. It's pretty open for suggestion at all times. And if you're like, hmm, I don't like that. Let's adjust. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not really into that. Let's try it this way. They'll be like, cool, cool. Yeah. If you want to work with us through the cards, we're cool with that. I've done readings through with the records through uh, Oracle cards and automatic writing. There's no rules. It's just however you feel good about doing it. So you got your thinking face on I so do. hard. I, I do know. have my thinking face on. So <laughs> all, all this said, I is is this only like records implies it's just past stuff, right? Um, is it future as well? Does it show like multiple possibilities? Is it just like the future set in stone? Yep. Like how, how does that work? Yeah. So it's your inception of a spirit, inception of a soul through every incarnation or job you've ever had. Okay. <laughs> it's all written there. And you are infinite possibilities. So where you are now, it there's just branches of all these options of what you could be, what you could be doing, things like that. Every word you speak, everything you do, every thought you think, it's all recorded in these books. Good, bad, and indifferent, they're there, and it doesn't matter. But these are the records of you. So everything you're going to do or have done are all collected in these books. Huh. Books, yeah. quote unquote. I'm going to be an <laughs> asshole. I'm going to be an asshole. Do it. Get Please it. do Yes. So if it if it has some insight into your future, right? But you just said that there are infinite possibilities, then does it actually have insight into your future? Yes. But like how? If it's I'll tell you why. If, it, if it's <laughs> yeah, infinite, how. then how? Okay. Because you we all come down here with an objective, right? So when we, before we come here, before we incarnate into whatever it is we're doing, we come with a job description, right? So you hear people talk about my purpose. I have to find my purpose. I have to find my passion. You know, that's not accidental. We are truly here to figure out what that is <laughs> by doing. And so just because we have an assignment, so to speak, doesn't mean that we can't experience different things. So just because we don't get our assignment right when we're here the first time doesn't mean that it won't carry on into the future, into our next time around, if we so choose that. So that's what I mean by infinite possibilities. What we're doing right now this minute can branch out into something completely different. Like somebody hears this show and could pick you up and think that, you know, you guys are good for TV. You know, and now you have your own show. That wasn't something you might have thought about five years ago. But guess what? 
they've kind of navigated you into that space. These little thoughts and flickers of ideas or, you know, random things that come into your mind that you're like, hmm, that sounds interesting. I might want to look into that. That's them kind of giving you little pieces of yourself, pieces or clues to where you need to be, lessons you need to learn, things you need to experience, whether it's for yourself or somebody else needs you to experience that for them. It's so vast. And so that's why when we work within the records, they put you here. They put you present. They don't want to go to the past and they don't want you going too far ahead because they want you to stay in the present because where we are now navigates that path for where we go in five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, years from now. So it all matters, but staying here is where they want you to be. So yes, you are, you know, you have infinite possibilities, but they don't really focus on that because it changes. It can change. So it's not set in stone. So just like I said, just because you come here with an objective doesn't mean that's how you're going to leave. So there's that. <laughs> so what you're Does telling question? me. <laughs> yes. But what you're yeah. telling me is that I'm meant for TV. Like that's the whole takeaway. Like that's what I just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You're slapping your lips. It is what lips. you make it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're doing the lip smack I'm thing. I'm doing the you, lip smack. What? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I think great for TV. Go ahead. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Um. So here's, I guess, here's the thing, because like, I don't know about you, but this makes me uncomfortable. Not like, cause I'm not cause like, <laughs> not cause like, you know, spirits and like guides and like that doesn't make sure. me uncomfortable. But what makes me uncomfortable about this, and maybe some people might find this really weird, is. Usually in life, we don't meet people with pure, unconditional love. It doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen. It really shouldn't. Like, as human beings on Earth, like, you know, I've always been, like, tried to be manipulated and to be like, your love should be unconditional. Absolutely, it should not. It should have a couple of conditions of you satisfy me, uh, then I give you the unconditional love. If you cheat on me, obviously, I'm not giving you the unconditional conditional love. Hello. Right. So I think that's the the whole breakdown of like as humans we've we don't experience that and that makes us uncomfortable of where's the lie where's the string like where's the, is the like carpet going to be ripped out from underneath us so all that to say why why do they want to help us like why are they so like invested like why do they care like why who gives a shit That's a really good question. And I think, you know, unconditional love is something that they talk about when you hear things like that. It is unconditional for them. They have no requirement to be with you. They just want to be. They want to be because they see you. They see you for who you are. They don't expect anything from you. Like humans, like you just said, you know, you show me what you're going to bring to me and I'll give you that back. You know, it's this push and pull. But with them, they're like, cool. You want to talk to me? Cool. If not, that's all right, too. If you need some help, I'll be there to help you. But 
I'm just here just to make you know that you are not going through this lifetime alone. Why that's their role? Why we have any of them? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm glad that we do. Because sometimes life can be very lonely and very sad. And just knowing or having an idea that there might be something greater than ourselves that don't want anything from us is awesome. It's awesome. So even if it's just that we are now connecting into ourselves through these ideas, that's great. That's that's awesome. So... Yes, it's uncomfortable to think that somebody or something could love you without any conditions. It is hard because that's not how we operate here. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Somebody has to give us something in return. We have to be satisfied by something or someone. But with them, that isn't the case. And that is difficult for us. How could somebody love me? For, for all of my idiosyncrasies and all of these little things with, without breaking a sweat or thinking twice about any of it. They just do. They just do. And I like that. I like knowing that that is a possibility. For sure. Straight to the heart. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. <laughs> okay i joke but i, I i'm i'm damn taking this seriously. yeah all right i mean life life is hard enough you know and we have just we don't need that sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah so like what because you kind of you kind of made a point of like you need to like look into ourselves so like do you feel like some of the guiding that they do forces us to st- – and, and, like, you also mentioned, like, being in the present. So, like, being in the present. So, like, focusing more in ourselves. Do you think it, this is more of, like, a being more in tune with, like, our, like, spirituality and, like, being more in tune with us? And, like, can you, like, extrapolate on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, they bring the focus – and when I say they, I mean it can be spirit guides. It can be angels. It can be – you know, master teachers, loved ones, family members. It's the whole group. It's the whole ensemble. So they're kind of interchangeable. But um, their focus is to bring you back to yourself because we are so distracted, so fucking distracted by everything, by work, by other people, by expectations and social conditioning and, and everything in between that we get so far removed from ourselves. We, have, we are defined by titles and names and job positions that we lose ourselves. Like when you strip away mom, doctor, you know, what all these things that you are defining yourself as, who are you? Who are you? Can you tell me that? And that is their idea. That is the whole reason for them, for working with them in this space is to know who you are. Because... If you don't know who you are, and some of us never really truly know, we're all on this quest to figure it out. You know, when you know that and you're comfortable with that, nothing else fucking matters. Nothing else matters. You're not fearful of the what ifs or what could be's or the what it could have should us or, you know, you don't have regrets about things. You're comfortable with the fact that you are who you are and you're making these decisions for you, which, you know, feeds into other people in your life because if you are there for yourself and you can take care of yourself first and foremost people gravitate to that they want that or they don't 
you know, or they're just like, you're well, really extra. No, <laughs> I want none of that. <laughs> I want to sit in my grumpy chair over here and that is where I want to be. And that's okay. So when you kind of go through that and you're learning yourself and learning who you are, you're going to find that people either mesh with you or they don't. And they can sometimes even be family. They're like, yeah, you're a little different and I don't know if I want to be around you or even friends you've had for a long time. It's like, why are you doing this now? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about all that because who you need comes to you when you need them, but it all brings you back to you. It's coming back to you and what do you need or what do you need to work through? I mean, that's, that's really the idea. So yeah, they're very you focused. Which is hard, because again, we don't think about ourselves. Right. We're always the last one on the list. So <laughs> it is hard. It's hard, and it feels very selfish to think about yourself in a solo way. Um, I know for me, when I think about things like that, I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to disappoint anybody. I don't want to disappoint my family. I don't want to you know, lose friends because I'm working on things for myself. Like, you find almost... I don't know. It's it's a weird, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's like a bridge you don't want to burn, but at the same time, you're like, what are they doing for me? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Either they're irritated by this thing that I'm doing, or you feel embarrassed because you're in this space and you're too much for other people. Well, you, you're allowed to be too much. It's okay to be too much. So, Absolutely. you know, it just, again, brings you back to you. You be extra. Have that too muchness. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Be unapologetically who you are. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Like, if, if no one, I, I always say, like, if a person is not only not adding into your life, but is just taking away, get yeah. rid of them. Like, literally, yeah. does it, friends, family, that is like my like mantra right now. If they yeah. are not adding in anything to my life and taking away, we're done. Like, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. Love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Zoe, I saw a question. Yes, yeah. So, what is the difference between spirit guides and angels? Um, because I, I don't really... One has wings and 37 eyes and the other one Touché. I will. No, yeah, he's got you. I'm a, I got what? you. Actually, nothing. Um, like I said, they're kind of one okay. in the same. They just vibrate at different energy levels. So it's like, you know, you have microwave settings. <laughs> different microwaves have different settings and you have to adjust them because one cooks better than the other. That's kind of it's kind of how it works. Angels are popcorn. So, <laughs> gotcha. Popcorn setting. One's baked Angels potato. Angels are popcorn. <laughs> yep. Yep. One's baked potato. One's spirit, spirit guys are spaghetti. Popcorn. Like that's just it's what it is. <laughs> spaghetti monster. Yeah. Soul. So they, that's they, yeah. Exactly. So that's really it. They just vibrate at different frequencies, but they're really no different. They they don't have none of this has form. It's just this ball of undulating energy, okay. and that's what it is. So. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, rock on. But do they have food for thought there? Uh, I see what you did there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What? Okay, but like there's a distinction of frequency, right? So like, why? I'm going to get real technical. I'm going to get pulled. I'm going to be an asshole. So like if if they're different, but they're the same, but they're different. 
then what's mm-hmm. the like then what's the difference? Can you answer that? Because yes, because they do have different roles. So remember I talked about hierarchy? I yes. talked about the food pyramid. They yeah. all have different <laughs> jobs. So, you know, like that was such a stupid example. No, it's back to food. It's fine. Microwave, food pyramid, everything is food. It is. It's just it's kind of that you know the thing. But anyways, so they have different jobs they have different roles so you know source is its own energy he's the boss he's in charge he she whatever you believe source energy and then it's the akashic records which is the you know the human resources department they do all of the filing they put out all the orders and the work orders and that and then it's the angelic realm and then it's the you know your your guardian angels followed by your spirit guides and there might be things in between but that's really for this thing, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So don't don't get too confused by things, but that is their job. So your spirit guide has been with you in your human incarnations. They could have been somebody you've known from many, many, many lives ago. They don't exactly, and I don't know this for sure, but this is what's just been shared, is that they won't be family members those would be more in your spirit team so they come forward to help you with lessons and things you're navigating through because they're relevant for your life but your spirit guides are there to to solely guide you through this lifetime through your human life and your angelic your guardian angels do the same thing but they have a little bit more pull So, you know, you have you hear those stories like, oh, I was in danger and my baby was under the car and I had like superhuman strength and I lifted the car, you know, things like that. So they're kind of there to put a little more oomph into stuff. But basically, they have the same role. But when you're talking about the angelic realm, there's like hierarchies within that too. And I can I don't that that's mind blowing to me because there's just so many different structures there too so everything has its role has its job so that's why they're different but yes they do vibrate differently so when i work with my guide i know what he feels like i know that energy feels different he comes in different when it's angels they usually come up from behind me and they're like big big dick energy like huge (laughs) like they enter that room and you fucking know it you know it and so it's that. And then family members feel different, you know, and source energy feels different because it's, again, you're just, you're vibrating on, they're vibrating on different levels and you are feeling it. You're pulling that into your own energetic space so that it does feel different because we are energy fields, right? So we actually produce electrical things and so it is we have this little energy field and they touch that and so that it does feel different that's how we know the difference between what's what and once you work with them more and you kind of figure it out that's how you know okay that's my guide that's got to be angelic of some sort that's got to be this so you kind of figure it out the more you work with them so it's also kind of like you know when you call upon like a higher higher let's call them a higher entity right sure they send somebody according to like a job so like if you like 
they they show up per per like whatever is like the problem at hand, right? Yes. Okay. And nine out of ten times, it's going to be your guide that's stuck with your ass. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Working through these things because they're like, oh my god, she's doing it again. <laughs> oh my god. What do I do? So they get like directives, you know? And so they're like, oh, okay, cool. I got it. Because it's, it's stupid human things, you know? But it's like, all right, here we are again. Life lessons from long ago. Still, we're working on this. All right, cool. So, <laughs> yeah. So it's mostly your guides. But, you know, in times of like, stress and depression and sadness and hurt and like really painful life things, they'll team up with your spirit team. And so they will give you who you need. Um, and, And it doesn't have to be in that aspect either, but let's just use that as an example. So you'll get, you know, more of your angelic realm will come forward because they are a little bit more of the heavy hitters. And so they will kind of help carry a lot of that emotional weight for you, um, along with your guides too. But they open up that door for you to pull in like your family that's come through. If it's ancestral, you know, this is a lineage thing that you're dealing with. Like, your mom and dad couldn't get their fucking shit together. And now you're feeling the same. You're kind of doing the same things. And so they're like, okay, you need Aunt Ida from like 800 generations ago, because this is just, that's where it started. And it's just perpetuated. And so she's going to come forward and help you kind of be like, we're going to break this thing, but I got to be the one to help you. So you'll kind of get guides that way too. So, um, but they all work together. So that's, I know that's kind of deviating from your question or, or what you had to say, but that's no, it's perfect. How it works. No, that's great. <laughs> Literally perfect. It's a lot. It's a lot of fucking information. I know, and I'm so sorry. Oh, this but is great. Don't apologize. Just... <laughs> I do have like a three prong question. Um, I'll yeah. do it in like stages. So, first question is: Is it? Do you have like one main spirit guide that helps you most of the time? And then, like, that team is called in on special scenarios. Is that a thing? Did I understand that right? Yeah, I call those board meetings. That's precious. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So. <laughs> or they're like, fucking hell. She just cannot get that this. That sounds like a board meeting. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, yes. it is. Let's pull up the PowerPoint. Let's just get it out there. Like, what the fuck? Fucked up this way and this way and this way. Uh, yep. 20 years ago, yep. she was doing the same thing. <laughs> missed the sign completely i don't know how that happened there was one in every milestone and she just right by so what are we gonna do yeah so follow-up question to that now is that same spirit guide the same throughout all of your lives or does that change up from what i understand and this is just for me personally mine has been with me since the beginning we came here together and he has been mine. So him and I have kind of a different scenario. Like he's my super fucking dead husband. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like we came here to- together. And so we kind of have almost like a soul bond. Gotcha. So we came here as a pair. And so we have kind of been through this thing for lifetimes. And so he decided to end that and then come back and help me because I wasn't done yet. Oh. So I know. Wait, yeah. Huh. Wait, say that again. Say that again. I, I, you lost me. I want to know. I'm following. Wait, I got this. 
No, I, I got lost. <laughs> Tell me. What, that juicy. was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So we came together as a pair. So we came together as like a soul pair. And over our lifetimes, over our human incarnations, we would find each other. So we'd be like soulmates, if you want to yeah. call it something. Yeah. We were soulmates. And so we would find each other. And then there would be some loss. And one of us would still be here. Mostly me. I had to deal with that. So he would go off and leave me. <laughs> and then in the next lifetime, we would find each other again. And then again. And again. And then he decided, or that was just kind of the end of his run, <laughs> to be together in a human form. So he came back to help me as my guide. I've never met him. I don't know him in any recent lives, but he's so old. So old and so fucking dead that it was yeah. kind of just Super like, old dead husband, cool. I got you. I'm gonna... Yeah. We started off together, we're gonna end together. So he's... That's that's why I call him that. Because he was my person so but that's how it can be it can be that way but it can also be somebody you don't even know somebody who never had any they usually are human in some form and so they've learned all the human life lessons and then they come back accelerated with that knowledge of how life works and how we can get through it so they understand the humanness of it so that makes sense. That makes me want to cry. <laughs> That's so sweet. Okay. Oh my god. I know. So it's really neat. It's so neat. So That's why it's my favorite. Between the records and spirit guides, I'm like, yeah, I want to do this all the time because it's so cool. It's so neat. <laughs> okay. So now you right, have you have brought me a completely different direction. We're gonna abandon whatever the fuck I was gonna ask before. <laughs> so <laughs> now. Um do okay i how do i want to phrase this question okay so soulmates that that that's a thing right like or can be whatever word you want to use right it can be now i know some like people just get along really well and it's not like any sort of um like romantic attachment necessarily it's just a like you know like we we click right my soul recognizes your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of thing. So <laughs> you're my person. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, is that a thing? Like, do you just vibrate at the same frequency, or is it just like maybe we've helped each other before, or like, yeah, both maybe either yeah. or? Yeah, it's almost kind of like yeah, it's like a recycle okay. process. So we're all on this journey to learn something, and so a lot of us have been here for a very long time trying to sort this yeah. shit out. And so you'll recognize people <laughs> where you're like, I don't know why I yeah. know you, but I know you. Like, I know right. I know you, but I just don't know where I know you from. And it's that kind of okay. a thing. Like, hmm, I've met you before. Or, you know, friends like, like Carly and I have, that's my best friend. Like, I know her. I've known her for a very long time, but I don't know why I know her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we have to have had some kind of relationship in the past whenever that was so yeah i mean we come with a group of people and and that's who we recognize so yeah you don't they don't have to be in a relationship status like like a dating status or a love a love match to have that connection with somebody else for sure rock on cool so so zoe and i are like twin flames absolutely 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 100 percent. we're just adjacent flames that's all it is 
Yeah, that's okay. All right. Just don't. Just, your awesome. flame can't touch my flame. God, no. Stay away. Yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> that's fucking cool. Oh, okay. that's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. It is pretty cool. Because uh, right. when I first learned about spirit guides, I was like, uh, I was under the impression that you don't know them at all. Like, yeah. They had human life, but you don't know them. Like, because that would be fucking weird, right? But then I was like, why do I feel like I know him? Like, I was getting information of little bits and random fucking pieces of things. And I was like, this feels really familiar. And who is that? <laughs> like, why does he feel the same, but look different in all of these things? And so I'm like, hmm. And so I asked, I'm like, oh, fuck. They're either going to tell me or they're not. So I was like, who is this person to me? And they were like, yeah, that's, that's menace. That's your man. That's, that's your person. That's your soulmate. I'm like, oh, God. Cool. Cool. My super fucking dead husband. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Thanks for leaving me yeah. here. Thank you. <sighs> yeah. So it's super weird. But I was like, that's interesting. So they can be people you know. So, I mean, things we think we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> there's just, there's so much to it. It's very broad, I guess. I don't know the right word, but... I think that was a good word. Believe everything you read in a book because it might not be right. Because <laughs> that's what I was reading. I was reading books and literature, and I'm like, it goes against everything I've read. Everything. I'm like, but it just doesn't feel right. This can't be so. And then I've had other people ask me the same thing, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You can. You could have had a relationship with this person. Your mom in this life could have been your child in another one, and that's why you're kind of like nitpicky at each other. You know, who knows? Who knows what the, we do in other lifetimes? So, yeah, it's all interesting. But as far as your guides, it's kind of the same thing. Wild. Yeah. All right. Um. So, all right. <laughs> We we kind of like we're gonna thread into another question. Do it, of course. You you say you call upon them, you ask them, you communicate with them, you you do the whole woo with them, right? Yeah, the woo woo. What always... the hell does that mean? Not not <laughs> uh, not like that. Do like shut up. Like you know the spiritual yeah. woo. Yeah, you know, you're it's out a... there. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Zoe. <laughs> You're just trying to get weird. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's a thing too. I Every guess. day of my nah, life. I don't. We, we don't have to. We don't have to. Go there. We don't have to talk about um, sex with spirits. Anyways, whoa, um, whoa, what the fuck? Where were you going? You shut up. You know where you were going? Don't even. I'm so sick of you. What the fuck. Anyways, do they always show up when you call them? Hundred percent. Oh, that's really polite. Get out. Hundred percent. No, mm -hmm. they might not answer you, but they're there. And the reason they might not answer you is because this is something you need to figure out. That's rude. They'll Bullshit. be there to support you, isn't <laughs> like, it? Though. Thank you, but fucking, fucking rude. rude. <laughs> I know. They'll be there to support you, but this is something you have to figure out and something you need to do for yourself to either show yourself that you can do it or that what you have been feeling was right. So they're, again, they're bringing you back to your intuition to validate yourself what, and what you knew was right for you. 
then then where's the whole unconditional love? This I don't, this doesn't. No, that is the unconditional love. Why is that not unconditional? That is unconditional. Yeah, that's like, hey that, man, I gotta figure it out myself. Yes. That's like, Bullshit. but they're gonna love you. Yeah, then. that's like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna love you for whatever decision yeah. you make. It's like, you know, when you have babies. Oh God. And every time, <laughs> and every time your baby cries, you go over and pick it up. So now you have conditioned that baby to know that every time they make a noise, you're going to be right there. They don't want that for you. You don't learn like that. You don't. You don't learn like that. So that is why they're there to support you and kind of be off to the sideline. But you have to know that you can self soothe yourself. That you're going to wake up and you're going to be okay. You did that. That's kind of the same principle. That makes sense. You're in, I'm your on analogies board. that you have used <laughs> this entire thing have been so on point. It's so, so good. And this one was so frustrating that you're like, you're like a baby. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, suck it up. Cry about it. You'll be okay. Shut up. <laughs> I, w- I will. You know I, I will. also will. You it's fine. I also will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that's the way you could think about it. They're so, there. It's really okay. good. Just so like you just <laughs> like, but how? Like how? Like okay. So we've established that they they're there, but like how? How do you call upon them? And how do you like? Do you get like? Because I know we had the conversation of. So this is gonna be two parter. So like, how do you call them? And then this the second part is we had the discussion. You can just say, yeah. You can just say. I don't know who I need in this moment, but I need someone. Boom. They will send you who you need. It's someone you have to remember your you have to remember your guides and your angels, they're always there for you. They're just chilling. They're fucking sitting on the couch, hanging out, reading a book, whatever. They're there. So if you ask for them, they're gonna be like, cool, tag in, I'm here, I got you. So they're never far away from you. So when you ask for them, that's it. There, there's nothing else to it. They're not. It's not like you're bothering them. It's okay. not like they're, you know, on the back nine over there shooting their best game, you know, golf game of their life. And you're like, hey, I need some help. And they're like, shit. No, no. They're energy. So they can be in a million places at once. They don't care. Okay. So then the second question is, is, is that we, we had the conversation of, who, like you ask for help and then someone shows up right and yeah. but it could be your spirit guide your team of, of your um master teachers level and it could be an angel but can you specifically call on someone if you're like i actually want an angel right now like can you do that yeah yes yeah so you can you can and it it might not be who you ask for because again they'll send who you need but nine out of ten times they'll be like cool you want that one they're calling you looks like you're up (laughs) so they'll give you who you need when you ask yeah there's no there's no rules remember they don't they don't follow by the same set of human rules that we do so it's not like why do you need me the fuck are you asking for me? No, I'll be like, cool. Gotta go. I got a job. So, yeah, absolutely. Dope. Okay, in that same vein, so uh, demons are a thing, right? What keeps them from answering? Okay. 
Are you ready yes. for this? Bro, absolutely. <laughs> In my fucking life, I'm so ready. Like, oh my god, tell me. Tell me. Okay, so I personally okay. do not believe in okay. demons. What I do recognize them as is lower vibrational energy. Okay. We've named them. We've named this to fit our religious Absolutely. mind or whatever. We, we have to give it a face, right? So when you think of demons, it's lower vibrational energy. It's, it's that feeling of feeling stuck or not worthy. It's our subconscious mind. It's that same kind of thing. So, you know, when you're not doing something right in your life, you have that little voice that comes in and goes, you fucking, you screwed that up. You screwed it up so bad. Or it's regret or, oh man, if I hadn't done this, I would have been there. And you think, you know, in that sense, you get down on yourself and you kind of fall into this pit of despair, so to speak. And that's when you feel all these other things that could come into your space, right? And we like to call them demons, but really it's our own ego mind. And so what happens is, is that people are so focused on these things, but you have to remember that you are attracting this stuff because you are on this energetic frequency with that feeling. So how you, so let's say, you know, you're really excited about your job and you're thinking about this new position and, you know, you're like, I'm, this job is mine. I can see myself in it. I can, I can feel it. I can, you know, I'm doing all the things. This job is meant for me. It's made for me. And you get the job. You have attracted that to you. You have made that happen. So your words have power. And I know that that's so silly to say, but it really does. Your words carry vibration, just like our names do. Like that's our key, right? So when you're in this space of, you know, lowness, and, and we think that we're more susceptible to attachments or demonic possession. It's really not that. It's more of lower vibrational energy coming in. Now, with that being said, spirit is not trapped here. Once we die, we're gone. We do not need humans to direct them to the higher realms of being. Right. So I think that's a misconception because we want to help. Right. We think that they're trapped here. But really, if they died in that lower vibrational space, that's kind of all they really know. Like we have a choice whether to go, come back, go, come back, stay, hang out. That's our that's our free will. Each spirit has that. Right. We don't lose that. So if you died in that capacity, if you died in that low vibrational space and you're choosing to stay there even after death, that's where you're going to be. So you're, again, you're matching energy that's similar to yours, even in spirit. So that's kind of, I think, where we miss, where we could misconstrue demons like that because it's all the same energy frequency it's low so that's my perspective okay rock on yeah yeah dope yeah, yeah. so it's pretty cool all right so <laughs> kind of what so uh so lower frequency right but i think i kind of brought this topic up to you before but i want to bring it up again 
Zoe and I just did a possession episode, right? And they and in it it was like one of the one of the demons, so like we could just call it like a lower frequency, right? Had taken over this woman and it was coming through as like another voice, another entity was like coming through her, okay? So in it, during that session, they had three nuns in the room trying to help this poor woman. And the, I'm just going to call it a demon because as a human, I want to call sure. it a demon. So, yeah. <laughs> um, the demon Absolutely. was able to recall and account each of these sins that these three nuns did in their childhood. So could you say that they also have access to like the records as well? Why wouldn't they? But you have to remember that it's open for everybody, right? Gross. So we are exp- – I know. But <laughs> but remember I said that you have to raise your frequency, you have to raise your vibration to get there. And if you're working – if you live in this space of lower vibration as Demon does, they're not going to do that. Why? Because it feels good, Right? You're changing the dynamic of what they are, right? So why would they do that? They are at that level of knowing what you are expressing as a person in your lifetime. All the things you've done, because it's not a secret. You've done it. They're just picking at it. It's, It's not hidden. It's not secret to them. They're not predicting your future. They're solely going off of what you have already done. So the information that they're recanting back to you, it's not a secret. It's public knowledge. <laughs> so it's not it's not salacious information. It's it's there. So you kind of have to remember that. Yeah, cuz it's, it's enough. And I think and yeah, it's a judgment, right? They're using that as a judgment. So they're telling you all the things that you have hated about yourself or that you've disliked about yourself, but you already know you did them. They're just pointing it out to you. Yeah, you did that thing. That was terrible. That made you a terrible person. You're like, yeah, yeah, it did. But really, it didn't. You're a fucking human being. You made bad choices. Okay, whatever. But they know that you feel a certain way about it because that's how you internalize it. So... That's what lower fiber, lower energy does to you. They make you question yourself. They make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. They play on your subconscious mind. So you can operate at a higher frequency. You can, you can get yourself there. Do you ever fear about getting in a lower frequency? No. Why? I don't have the space for that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't have the space. Yep. I don't have the space and I do not have the time for that because (laughs) I just don't. I don't put up with that bullshit, right? Yes, we're human and we go through phases and we can be sad and we can be depressed, but I don't want to stay there. I don't want to feel like shit. No, that's just, I don't want to be there. So is life hard? Absolutely. But there's more going for me than against me, and I'm going to find it. And it takes a lot of work to do that, because it's easier just to go, yep, I'm thrown in the towel, I'm fucking done. 
And so you automatically put you in that space of just, you know, defeat. And why? Why would you do that when there are options and there are things? And so I've been in those spaces. I've been in those places and they aren't good. They aren't happy. They aren't healthy. You feel terrible. But when you change, when you can acknowledge that you're there and you're like, okay, I don't want to be in this space anymore. How do I do that? You automatically just notched yourself up. Boom. The acknowledgement of it automatically has now boop, raised you up. And it's okay. That fucking sucked. I don't want to repeat that. So how do I do that? And so each time you can get a little bit above it, you're automatically raising your frequency. And so anything else that comes in that's not in that space that you're in is going to kind of ricochet off. They're going to kind of pick at you a little bit. And you're like, no, I've, I've recognized that and I'm not going there. And so now it just kind of falls off, but you are the one doing it. And I, here's another analogy for you. So give me, <laughs> I think of it like when you are vibrating at a higher level or even just a normal level. Okay. You're like a care bear. And when you're just like, nope, that's gross. You're like Care Bear stare. Boom. And you just radiate all this fucking light and this energy and nothing dark can, can live in that space. And so it just, you're just in this, you know, you're in a different place than that energy. And so that's why I I don't have time for that. I don't have space for that because I like living in the light space. Is life light, love and light all the time? No, but I won't drop down to a certain space and I won't stay there for very long because I know that that isn't where I want to be. I've worked really hard to get out of there. Nothing good ever comes of it. So I'd rather be up here. Sometimes you got to work with your shadows, but that's different. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. If those are life lessons, that isn't a dark space, you know, some places are, but again, things that have already happened, you can't change. You just either accept them for what happened and what they are, and you now navigate them in a different way. So yeah, pretty much that's it. Hash, hashtag Do deep. I believe? I <laughs> know. Do I believe in demons? Yes. I think they are 100% possible. But for me, in my mind, I see them that way. I see them as little energy suckers that try to take away your joy. And I just don't want anything to do with that. No, no. You can try, but it's nothing I don't already know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good so. way to look at it from any perspective, regardless of what you believe. Yeah. Like, just... No, they're yeah. just going to fuck Does with you. Does it make you. it any yeah. less scary? Oh, God, no. Absolutely no. not. Do those fucking noises scare the hell out of me? They give me goosebumps nope. even thinking about it. Nope. Fuck yeah. Ooh, nope. no. Mm -mm. Nope. I want none of that. No. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're going to ask the real question. We're, we're going <laughs> to oh. ask the big oh, question. Oh, the real what question. Everybody prob the, yeah, what everyone probably wants to know is okay. what's base can you do this in because we talked about it we you know we we picked it to pieces we talked about the highs the lows the who's the days what is it where is it in what space can you do this communication can you do it over the internet does it have to be face-to-face -face? and what yeah. allows you to do it for a person 
awesome question. Thank you for asking me that. You're Here's welcome. Here's my answer. Yes, I can do it in any space. So I like to do it this way because we're connected. I can see you. But that's not always a possibility for everybody. And so you could even send me an email and be like, hey, this is what I'm going through. Would you want to look into that for me? Would you Would you be okay uh, doing that? Yes. How do you want me to do that for you? You want me to pull cards? You want me to access your records? What would you like? If you ask me to access your records, all I need is your full legal name because that is your key to unlock your door to get into your stuff. You own that name. That belongs to you. That That's your vibrational key. So that's all I need is your permission and your name. That's it. <laughs> Don't. I'll be like, cool. Let me get into that. Let me take a look at it. And so like I was saying, I just did that for uh, somebody not too long ago. I pulled cards for her and then I did some automatic writing through the records. And she was like, damn, that was right on. So yeah, any way that you feel comfortable is good for me. I like face-to-face, but I can do it in any space. You want to go to Starbucks? Let's go to Starbucks. Whatever. I'm, I'm on the way. I'm coming. Sold. Arizona, here we are. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Road trip. Yeah. I mean, any space. Far. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, it's warmer here. I mean, that on. is true. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm you, you're all the shoulder right. shimmies. That is true. I'll just <laughs> yeah, need SPF 100. It's fine. I don't want to be having a coat and you're over there in your tank Yeah. So... So let's, can we, I, I asked you on our pre-interview if you could recall um, um, a session with somebody and you said that you could probably yes. recall Carly's. Were you able to do that? Yes, but I thought of one that was actually really fun. It was one of my first ones that was super fun. Let's do it. Ready? Yes, hit me. Okay. So I did an Akashic Records for a, a girl named Jen and she, she loves the story. So she's cool with me telling it. But um, she's like, I need to know why I'm having so much trouble. Like, I just give everything away. She was starting a business and it's a social media style kind of business. And so there was a lot of like things. And she's like, I just, I want to help people, but I, I feel like I just give away too much and I probably shouldn't do that. But I feel like this is who I've always been, right? I just give away everything. It's all for free. And she goes, I know in a business mind, that's probably not the best thing to do. So I really struggle with this though. And I kind of would like to know why, why am I like this? Right? So we get into her records. Holy fuck. So they take me back to a time. I I can't remember what century it was, but it was, she was a privateer. Basically, basically, she was a legal pirate. Hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) Awesome. She was fucking ruthless okay she took whatever she wanted but she was very smart she was a man she was very smart very calculated very um she was very suave and so she presented herself to me um as him as like like a frenchman and so he actually um had a trade where he was transporting ammunition okay that was the front yeah 
air quote, ammunition that was the front. So he actually was more of a pirate than anything else. And he would like come to port and he just like oozed money and glamour and people wouldn't recognize his ship and like come to the port and he would throw coins at him. Like he was that guy. He was that guy. But if you cross him, he'll fucking kill you. So it was just this type, right? He was just kind of like a take all kind of thing if it was just good for him. But in this lifetime, that was the exchange. Like, you can be down and dirty here, but in this lifetime, you have to learn kindness. You know what I mean? So that was her lesson coming through. But it was so neat and so interesting. And she goes, we went through the whole thing. And, and basically, that was the gist of it. It was really interesting. She was loving it. And she goes, I have to show you something. I'll be right back. And she comes back and she sets on the table this fucking treasure chest. And out of this treasure chest, she pulls out this little map that she made that she had like burnished the ends so it looked old and weathered. And she drilled out part of the bottom and inside like you lift it out like a secret compartment and there was Spanish coins, like old coins she had collected. She goes, she goes, Tara, I have this ridiculous love for all things nautical pirates boats coins i mean look at this shit like every birthday my kid has had has always been like treasure hunts and scavenger hunts and things like that she goes that's fucking ridiculous that you just told me all that because now i get it (laughs) but she goes yeah, I needed to show you that because this makes so much sense to me. I just, I can't even. So that's kind of, that's kind of what we do. So it's irrelevant to you and the things that you enjoy or you like. It all kind of comes back together. And so, like, you know, a lot of times you'll find that. So that's kind of when we pull in past life things is if it's relevant to you in this moment, they'll be like, let's take you on a little tour back because you're going to love this for one. And two, this is how we can work through that and kind of find a balance. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. I was like, Oh, shut up. Are you serious? Like, like, Oh my God. She goes, I can't believe you. <laughs> like just, and she was kind of a serious person. So she just kind of was like, yeah. Uh-huh. And then it was like, it was over. And I think she was just kind of taking it all in. And so once we wrapped it up, I'm like, do you have any other questions? She's like, no, but hang on, I want to show you something. And she brought this thing back and I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking cool. (laughs) It was one of my favorite, favorite uh, sessions because it was just so spot on and everything was just so interesting. I'm like, man, you were ruthless. She goes, I must have been because I just... That's so neat. I could see myself being a pirate. How cool. I'm like, yeah. And then I had a girl who was kind of in the same situation. You know, she had, um, she had this like irrational fear of settling down. Like she wanted to buy a house. She wanted all these things, but she just could not, like, she just could not attain them for whatever her reason was. She just, she wanted it so bad, but she was so afraid. And she's like, the fuck like I want to get married I want to have these things but I feel like I'm an eternal gypsy like I just I keep moving from place to place to place to place because I can't make that commitment she goes but I want that I want it so bad but I'm terrified so I'm like all right let's let's get into it and see what's going on right they take us back to like 
the Wild West days where mining was a big thing, right? And in her, in this particular life, for her, she was very well-to-do. She made a lot of money. And I think she came from money, too. And so her family kind of, um, like, footed the bill for this man that she married, right? And so he's on these adventures to find these mining spots to like really make it big. And he did. He would just, he had a nose for it, right? He'd find these spots, he'd find all these places, but nothing was ever substantial because once the, you know, the goods run out, you got to move. And so they were literally tearing their houses down, putting them in wagons and moving on. So she would create these lives for herself and she would become very well-to-do wherever she was, but it didn't last. And so she would have to move again and start over. And that's what she was experiencing now was the same thing. She's like, yeah, man, I just feel like I have to start over. And that's by choice, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. She was, and I just, but I can't get away from this. I can't get away from this idea that I have to keep doing this. So again, it kind of like paired them together and she goes, oh my God, I have to show you something. (laughs) Always show me these things. (laughs) She's like, you have no idea how much I love going to like old West Coast towns and I just spent my fucking birthday weekend in Jerome because it just felt good to me to be there. Like all these things. So it, it, carries on these little bits of your lives but those are some of my favorite ones where they just pull out these things and they're like hold on i have to show you something (laughs) holy shit they're funny they're fun i know it's awesome and it's not always like that like i said every session is different but for these two and even for carly they took us back a little ways but it was so interesting and so neat just to see that correlation. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Let me tell you about it. Because I like kind of not knowing because, I mean, you can give me all the information in the world that you want, but I don't know what they're going to, how they're going to answer or what they're going to bring forward. So everything is quite different and it's just really a neat story that kind of comes through for you guys, especially when they take us back to the past and like, fuck yeah, I like this. This is what I'm here for. Show me all the details. Give it to me. So it's really, really neat. But those are my favorite is those two where they're like, hang on a second. Let me show you something. <laughs> Even for Carly, like there's been times when the records are like, hey, you have a book in your bookshelf on herbs that you haven't used for like ever you might want to open that up because there's some things she's like holy fuck i do have a book of herbs on my bookshelf i'm like yeah you might want to look at that (laughs) so they'll kind of pinpoint little things for you to look at or you know say things to you that maybe you've said before and you're like yeah i know i've said that yeah that's what i just said like a week ago or i was just thinking about that like so they'll try to make it relevant for you so you're they bring you back into it so why I love it. It's my favorite. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Ask me. Ask me. So, with these past <laughs> lives, right, have you ever, like, I'm, I'm sprinkling in a little self-doubt. A little doubt into this, and I don't. I don't want to, but like, I, but but like the like the asshole, but like it's the logical there. side of it's me. Okay. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Trust me, when this started, I had skeptical spectacles on like a motherfucker. (laughs) None of this made sense to me. I was like, no, this cannot be. Cannot. 
Okay, so, so with with I'm my with you, it's okay. With my spectacles, skeptical spectacles on. Have you ever done a past life, whether it be this pirate or like the the old Western chick? Have you ever told somebody, "Hey, this is your past life," and then they found exactly who the person was? Holy shit! Not yet, but wouldn't that be That'd fucking be wild? Cool? Wouldn't that be cool? Bro, I would die. Because if you told me die. this is your person, this is what they did, I would be like in a in a fucking Library of Congress trying to find yeah. this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I want a name, I want a date, I want everything that they did. Which I mean, it's, it would yeah. be hard because like if there was it was like a no name person that just existed, right. like that's not you know there's no chance right. of how that's that's gonna be written down in history. But like accessing like uh, um, right. obituaries and. Like death records. Yeah. That would be super cool. And I think, you know, for me, I don't, here's the thing. I don't usually ask for names. And this was really hard for me because I wanted to know my guide's name so fucking bad because that's how we identify with everybody, right? right? You've got a name, you've got a name, you've got a name. So that's how we resonate. This is different. Like they're like, names don't fucking matter. Like, it doesn't matter who it does. our name is. I know. I know. And it kills me every time. So they're like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. We could tell you. It doesn't really change anything. So I'm like, oh, I don't like that answer. So if that ever happened, I would be like you. I'd be like, what is this? Show me all the things. Like, I would be researching it like crazy. But I think the reason why they do that, and I hate this reason, is faith. They want you to know just by telling you things and bringing in present things is that this is true for you. This is accurate for you because you feel it. It is a part of you. You know what I mean? So you know that thing to be true. So it doesn't matter what your name was. It doesn't change the fact that it was. I know that sounded really strange, but it doesn't change the fact that this thing happened to you, that this was who you were regardless of the name this was why you are this way and that's kind of where they keep things so as much as it pains me <laughs> i've kind of learned not to go by names names are more for us so sometimes like when i do spirit guide readings and things like that they'll ask me what their names are and i'm like mm, i don't know work for it they want you to work for it if you want to know their name you're gonna have to work for it mine sent me on a wild fucking goose chase not happy about it at all at all it sucked wait can you, can you tell a little bit of, of what that was because now i'm fucking nosy yeah so and i know this is kind of different but i think that's why in in that regard but so like i kept asking what his name was because i wanted to know i knew he was male but that was really it and i mean there could be ten thousand names but i was in a meditation Actually, I think I fell asleep, to be really honest. And I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> I, was, I was seeing these things, so I knew it was part of my meditation. But I kept hearing this name, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what does this mean? And so I went, and I looked it up. Could not find anything. I spent hours, hours on the computer looking this word up or this phrase, and I was trying to figure out what it was. And, and I don't speak that language, so I could have been spelling it wrong. Who fucking knows? That was like five years ago. No joke. Uh, about maybe six, eight months ago, I was looking up something completely irrelevant and the fucking name was at the bottom of the page. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me right now? 
I scroll to the bottom and click on it, and it pulled up all this information on a man named Menace. And Menace was like the first pharaoh of Egypt that kind of brought the two halves together and kind of made peace, so the legend says. But I was like, is that your name? Is that your fucking name? You have made me wait years. Years. Literal years. For that? Because it was so random. Like, it didn't even belong there. I wasn't even looking for it. I was just, I don't even know what I was doing. But I was like, wait a fucking minute. I never scroll to the bottom of pages, you know? And they have like, if you're interested in this article, you might be interested in this one too. It was kind of like that. And I'm like, are you serious? But none of what that name was even in the article. So I'm like, that's random. (laughs) So it kind of tuned me into that. And so I started using the name and I couldn't, I confirmed it in quotes with like a, with a pendulum, but it was more that I felt that that was right. Like he was like, you got it. That's me. So I tried different things and every time I would say the name, it felt good. And then I would try a different version of that and, and it didn't feel good. So I'm like, okay, that must be right. So it's that kind of a thing. Like if you want to know them, this is how you bond with them. They're going to send you out on some tasks to do to really kind of get to know them and learn about them. And, you know, it makes it personal because now you're invested. Like I was invested in that. I wanted to know what this meant for years. And I honestly, I forgot about it because I'm like, fine, whoever you are, I know you're there. So I guess it doesn't really matter what your name is. And then boom, it's when you almost surrender that they're like, all right, throw bone, give her something. So it's kind of that. They're fucking rude. So it's like they like to play games with you. So they, they really do want you to engage in knowing them. So that's, again, a really long-winded answer to your oh, question. Oh, no, that was great. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that was everything yeah. I needed. Absolutely, because I can definitely imagine, like, anybody that is attached to a soul like mine would be that kind of an asshole. So, like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like. I got it. Yeah. I was really annoyed. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Really? Really? We're tag teaming across lifetimes and you're pulling this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then I got like some random, like couldn't have been whiter name. (laughs) Paul Parsons. Like, are you fucking serious? Really? John Smith? Pocahontas? I mean, because I was like, tell me more about you in this lifetime. And that's what came up. I'm like, oh my god. Is that a joke? They gotta have or some fun. Or are you being very serious? They gotta they have, have some to. fun. They, they, they do, do have to be a little bit bored. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100%. So yeah. Just take them with a grain of salt. But when stuff like that happens, you know, it feels different than an accident. You know what I mean? You're like, oh. Well, that's random. Okay. <laughs> random, not random. You gave me my answer. Cool. So stuff like that. Dope. Oh, my God. This has been awesome. This is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of questions. I, so. Um, no, I have one more. I have one more. I have one more. I wrote it down okay. so I wouldn't forget. Um, so when <laughs> all I wrote down was deja vu, which is not helpful. Um, but... <laughs> I guess to ex- expound on that question a-, a little bit, like, is is deja vu something that is connected to spirit guides or the Akashic Records in any way? It can okay. be. Yeah, it depends. So, 
if you're having deja vu moments like that, it could be that you're recalling something that has happened and you're like, huh, that's odd. And those are, that is that moment where you kind of put it in the back of your mind, but come back to it later. Like, what was I doing that elicited that deja vu? Like, what do I need from that? Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it can just be we're crossing timelines. You know, it, it that opens a whole nother level of things. Yeah. So, yeah. I mm-hmm. I do get, I never really like extrapolated on this, but I do have like deja vu moments. I haven't had them recently, but like I would get them a lot. And it would, what it would feel like is that it was a different timeline of me and something mm-hmm. different was happening. Like, and I yep. could just feel it. I could see it. Like we were both in the exact same space, but something mm-hmm. different was happening. And it was yep. really creepy. And now that you're like bringing this up, that you like, you gave me deja vu about like having, or like you just unlocked the memory. <laughs> but like, that's just really yep. creepy and weird. Ugh. Yeah. But you know what? That's a really great time to get your cards out and ask. That's really smart. I'll do Tell that Tell me next more time. about this. Okay. I'll do that Tell next me more time. about this. Mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of automatic writing, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, but automatic writing is a really, really great way to get into in tune with your intuition and also gets your mind in that space of receiving. So if you're having these moments, you can write it down. You know, why did I experience this? And write your answer as you. Write it down. What you think this meant to you. Why you were seeing that. It could just be an idea. And then ask it again. Center yourself in. Take a couple deep breaths. Kind of relax into it. Ask the question again. Why was I experiencing this? And write. Write what comes forward. It might not even make fucking sense to you. Doesn't matter. Get it down. Get it down on paper. Don't go back over it. Don't reread it. Don't do punctuation or language corrections. Just write. Write what you feel. And that is a really, really good exercise for anybody that's trying to get more in tune with their higher self or even with their spirit guides because it's a practice on uh, removing our own thought process. Like we're not correcting ourselves. We're just receiving the information as it is. And so try it. It's really fun. So anytime you have those moments, keep a little journal of your deja vu moments or anything that kind of pops into your mind and be like, why was this relevant? (laughs) Why did I need that? Share with me. Like ask them, ask them, share with me what this meant, why I needed this at that moment and see what comes through. It doesn't have to make sense at the moment, but later on something in there might kind of be like, oh, wait a minute, didn't I see this somewhere? Or didn't I write this down somewhere? And you can go back and it's a, it's kind of a cool record to see what they say, what happens, what comes through. It's pretty neat. Okay. That's really cool. I'll do it next time. Please do. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> okay. I bet, I don't I don't think I've had a deja vu moment in a while, but um, I've been a little flustered mentally so now that things are clearing up hopefully maybe maybe here that, soon that would be a good time for you to do it too you can do like a self-check where's my mind where's my body where are my emotions write it down let them tell you 
where your mind is, where your body is, where your emotions are, and Ooh. ask them for guidance. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm Self checks. I'm going right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am, am I the We're guinea bringing pig? Bringing it back. We're bringing it all back to you. Yeah. Good exercises. Spirituality. Start small. Mm-hmm. That's their biggest thing is keep it simple. We make it so much harder than it needs to be. Keep it simple. That's it. I give it a shot. I'll see what happens. I'll, 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 yeah. do, I'll, I'll try. I'll try a couple exercises. Rock <laughs> on. Do it. Yeah. Give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> okay, Zoe. Shit. <laughs> All right. This has been a wonderful hour and forty-seven Holy minutes. Holy shit! Holy yeah. moly! Yeah, I'm Don't sorry. Apologize. No, this is this is great. I wish we could keep going, but I actually we gotta cut the pineapple. Like this was awesome. <laughs> um, this was amazing. We've never had an interview go on this long. That's true. Fan fucking tastic. Thank you for having me, and I hoped that I answered your questions in a way that made sense, kind of. And if you ever have any questions, please feel free. I'm gonna me. I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna hit you up for that session coming up. I think we're gonna Please do, do it. yeah. We're, we're gonna probably do it next week. Get it. Always like I, I can't yeah. work out. I can't I do the thing on Wednesday. So wait, I, wait, I was wait. like, good. Me and Tara are gonna do the thing on Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm here for you. Then It'll I be will be super fun. Yeah, please. I think it's gonna be great. Um, okay. Um, one more thank time. Thank you so much. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Aggressively, thank you. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you. This is more- my. This is what I do. It's my favorite thing to do. So. <laughs> so one more time, plug in where you're at, where you're going, where where you be, where we can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at the Optimistic Oracle, and Mystic is spelled with a Y. And you can find me at the same place on my website, uh, www.theoptimisticoracle.com. Okay, I will I will link that in um, the episode notes. Yes. And also, what's your podcast again, and where can we find your podcast? Yes, you can find the Haunted Housewives podcast. Um, on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, on Instagram, we are haunted.housewives.podcast. That was Carly, not me. <laughs> she did great. <laughs> she we, made it very long. No, but that's where you can find us. Yep. On Instagram and on, on anywhere you listen to your, your favorite podcasts. Awesome. Beautiful. Amazing 10 out of 10. I cannot wait to edit this and throw this up. This is great. This is awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is mind opening, mind blowing. And I hope the listeners just are also just mind blown from hearing all this. Hell yeah. Yeah. I hope so too. Or asleep. Either one. Bah. <laughs> just <it's> soothing. <laughs> I hope our bullshit keeps them awake. Me too. Get wrecked. Yes. <laughs> okay. My phone just pinged me that I have to go to bed. So, yeah. Grandma. All right, Grandma. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it like five thirty your time, no. Tara? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it here. Okay, uh-huh. all right. So, we'll wrap <laughs> it up. Uh, thanks for coming on, and um, until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. I barely know her. Or any of those weird vibrations? Yeah, bad vibrations. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, bad vibrations. There we go. <laughs>